Welcome to The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Twice a week, we share stories, interviews, and tips to help you lead a more positive, authentic, and abundant life. We know the power to make this happen lies within you. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, all right. This is Season 3, Episode 157 of the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Hello. So uh, last week, everybody was supposed to make someone laugh. Mm -hmm. I broke the record, I think. Did you? Oh, I lost track after hundreds of people that I made laugh. Hundreds. Sometimes people just look at me and laugh. Did you go viral on YouTube or something? (laughs) Sometimes people just look at me and laugh. I haven't figured that out yet. Including you. What? What? You're kidding me. (laughs) What? We did laugh a lot this weekend. We did. We did. I think I made some people laugh at work this week. We have kind of a group text going around with a few of us, and we just, it's mostly gifts, and it's usually funny stuff. And we have this one guy at work, James, and he cracks me up. (laughs) He's really, he's kind of a quiet, funny guy. So good. I hope you were able to make people laugh. I know a friend Deb uh, from Indiana said that always, always she loves to make people laugh. I do too. We talked a little bit about it just between you and I, making mm-hmm. sure that you know we make each other laugh, which we usually do on a regular basis, whether we like it or not. So true that. So I'm gonna get you to rate your week. My week was. I'm gonna give it a nine. It was a pretty wow, good week. It I like was. That. It was another long one, but I don't mind long weeks. They don't bother me at all. I still was able to get home at a decent time and. Um, Spend some time with you and your dad headed back east. Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. So, but it was, it was, uh, I miss your dad being here and I think he probably misses us. I'm glad we got him to record with us last week and mm-hmm. we got him to, you know, join in with us. That was yeah. pretty cool. I like that. So how about you? How was your week? I'm going to get mine at 8.9. I think mine is just slightly under yours, but okay. had a pretty good week. Um, kind of tried to get back to work, pushed it a little bit hard a couple of days and wound up being... Pretty sore, but life goes on. Things move forward. We move forward. Absolutely. Okay. So you have something written up here that you didn't discuss with me. Wow. You're <laughs> going to pull a fast one on me. I Absolutely. Like it. It's my turn. Okay. Go for so it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about reflection and, and what I mean by reflection. Everybody knows that I went through surgery and, you know, you and I had some long conversations and I actually unintentionally started building up anxiety over minor things. You know, my biggest concern was I knew how much pain I was going to be in because Mm -hmm. I remember from the last surgery. But the reason I'm bringing it up is I wanted to talk about a few things. And there was a few things that I knew that I would miss, but I had no idea how much I was going to miss them Mm -hmm. until they were gone. So I have a short list of stuff. And number one was my motorcycle, because this is the time of year that you and I typically would do like a date night where Mm -hmm. we jump on a bike. Even if it's just 15 minutes, we go for a ride, we go get a sandwich somewhere or whatever and come back. And seeing that thing sit on a kickstand in the garage every single day has, it's been disheartening. I mean, it's just, even though it's a, you know, 20 year old motorcycle, but it's mine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I still, to this day, enjoy riding and and just starting it up brings brings me joy so that's one of the big things that i miss even more than i absolutely thought i was going to i figured i'd be so busy other things are going to take its place but no (laughs) it didn't work out that way okay the other one is and you probably would already realize this is my hot tub which i'm Mm -hmm. both of these two i'm still weeks away from being able to do so Mm -hmm. 
Um, I miss my mornings in the hot tub, especially on the weekends when we used to get up early and I grab a cup of coffee and jump in a hot tub. Then we'd run out and sit on the front porch for a little bit, which mm-hmm. we did. We did, but I'm still missing the hot tub. Also, it is swimming pool season. It and is. Neither one of us, because of everything that's going on, and I still can't get in the swimming pool yet. You have what, another two weeks? Two, well, week and a half. Roughly, yeah, thereabouts. Okay. You know? Um, it, so, you know, having to try to get it vacuumed, we've been trying working on it together, trying to get it cleaned and get it ready. It's warm and ready to go. We just, you know, still needs to be vacuumed, but really need to get in there I to do all that it. right. Yes. And you could. I could. I'll help you in if you want. <laughs> I'm good. So, I can get it myself. Um, one of the other things is, is long walks. And the reason I bring this up is our 10-year anniversary is coming up mm-hmm. uh, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 23rd will be 10 years that I've been married to my lovely wife here. The day was hotter than Hades. Yes, it was like 104 and we had a luau. At least, outside. <laughs> so, we were thinking about things to do on our... For our anniversary. For our anniversary. Because it's, kind of it's kind of a big year. I turned yep. 50. Right. We've been married 10 years. And, and your 50th birthday was... didn't. I mean, it went okay. We didn't do anything big, mm-hmm. number one, because of COVID. Um, you know, we wind up just having a little birthday... Thanks celebration amongst ourselves at the camper. We actually went camping for your 50th birthday. So, you know, then we were talking about for our anniversary. We're like, well, I can't do long walks yet. Mm-hmm. So we know that. I can't do long car rides yet. I tried to take one. It was two hours the other day, and it, it, it you know, drove me insane. So I just wanted to reflect back on a few of those things. And, you know, those are things that we're missing or I'm missing that uh, I can't wait to get back to. And that's another reason that encourages me to work even harder as far as physical therapy and, you know, continue the process of getting better. So you kind of said something, and I know that this is kind of a big year between my birthday and and our 10-year wedding anniversary. And I sometimes I feel like we put too much pressure on ourselves to do the big things on the big numbers. What makes 50 any more special than 51? Or 10 years it's any more special. Just because generally it's a milestone. It but. is. But really, I mean, honestly, because you and I talked about it and I told you this morning, I said, because we were looking at trying to do maybe a couple weird kind of, not weird, like out of the norm. Something just things. a little bit different. Yep. But I still think we're going to wind up putting ourselves in a trick bag because that's going to book us every single weekend for July. And I we think already have a lot going on in July. We do. And I think that, you know what? We and I told you, I said, I would rather save the money and do something fun over Thanksgiving with Michael and Doris, go someplace for Thanksgiving up at like way up. I mean, I'm talking about go west, like Canada or the Rockies somewhere. You're looking for guaranteed snow on the ground. Yeah, I would think that would be really nice to do that. Um, but anyway, Hallmark Thanksgiving, it kind of is, you know, I like it. I'm looking forward to it. We well, just have to work I would, the detail. I out. would just rather do. I'd rather wait and do something like that and really plan for that than right. to shove something in just to say, "Oh, we did this for our 10 year anniversary." Don't when you said that yesterday, it kind of relieved me. You know, when we were talking about it while we were driving, um, it kind of was a relief to me. So. And a couple other things. You know, we've had some things pop up right around our anniversary, and you finally looked at me yesterday and you went. I don't think we're meant to do anything for this for this year for our <laughs> well, anniversary. Well, we tried two or three times to rearrange things, and every time we did, something else popped up. Mm-hmm. So, but no big deal. It, it's all good. You know, we we're uh, going to be where we're meant to be. Yep. And and you know, the last few weeks have, have been a blur between you know me still trying to recover. Mm-hmm. We've had a funeral last weekend. We had another funeral this weekend, mm-hmm. which is you know some of what uh, this week's episode is going to be about. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we've had back-to-back funerals, and actually, we were notified of the two deaths in our family, one on your side, one yeah, on my we side, talked about, about that 15 a couple, minutes apart. We talked so. about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we finally laid my aunt to rest yesterday, which it was, it's sad, and it's happy for me both at the same time. First off, I'm one of the, I'm just one of these people who I'm very seldom sad for very long. I don't like to be sad. It's very uncomfortable for me. But um, I prefer to find the humor and that's sort of where my family comes from. And I have to give my cousins huge credit because they played off of something that <laughs> was really uncomfortable at their dad's funeral and started their mom's funeral in the same way, which got all of us to laugh. Um, so kudos to them for that. But it also like I got to see pretty much all of my cousins on my dad's side yesterday. And it was the same thing for you when yes. your uncle passed away. We got to see... Almost all your, well, all your, so your dad and your aunt Peter, the only two left, but like for the most part, most of your cousins and family that you haven't seen in a really, really long time. So if you have to have, like, I was trying to think about what are the positives to take away from funerals or sad things, you know, along those lines. The, for me, the positive is that I get to see my cousins again. And I, I just, I realized a couple of them I haven't seen in probably seven years. Well, yeah, there's there's children that have been born along the way that are three, four, five, six, seven years old that we've not right haven't seen yet. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we're all kind of some of us are close, like in the D.C., uh, Maryland, Virginia area, but we're still a few hours away. Right. Some of us are still, you know, I think about my cousins Justin and uh, Lindsay and Luke. They're anywhere from an hour and a half, two hours to three hours away. Vani is couple hours away. hours away now, yeah, yeah i mean tina's probably the closest she's over in calvary so she's probably an hour from me but anyway but it's it's one of those things where you know i was really doing really good until i it hit me like a ton of bricks that the only two left out of obviously my dad and both of his brothers are gone their mom is gone and now there was the three wives that were left. Now one of the wives is gone. So it leaves my mom and my aunt Karen left and that's it. So it kind of was like, it hit me like a ton of bricks yesterday. And I thought, holy cow, like this is really weird. And you and I also talked on the way to the cemetery. I said, you know, it's, it's not just that we're burying the person. I kind of feel like, in a way, you're also burying the possibilities of making any more memories with that person. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, after yesterday there's actually no new memories to be had right and you know? and i never i didn't see my aunt sharon all that often i mean when we were growing up we were really close all of us kids like we'd go up to my nana's house or they'd come down or you know we'd go to michael johnny used to have a place in golden beach and we'd go down there anyway so we all were together a lot and you know and then you know you grow up and life gets busy and things get in the way and you're doing your own thing. Cause then you start to have your own kids and your own responsibilities and jobs, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's really nice to be able to pick up with everybody, you know, see my brother. I haven't seen him in a while. I probably haven't seen him. I don't even know if I've seen him in a year. We've talked, but I, I don't know that I've actually physically it, it seen may, him. It may have been because we um, had planned a couple get togethers and things just didn't work. Right. Out. Right. But you know, going back to what you said, I had the same experience last weekend you know, when we were growing up, some of these cousins, mm-hmm. we spent almost all of our time together. If we weren't in school and, uh, you know, n- you know, you know, the history behind when I got out of school, I, I was 
headed south. I was headed back down to where Down your grandmother's. My grandmother's where mm-hmm. all my family. But, you know, we all spent time together from working in the tobacco fields to riding bikes to, you know, and it's good to reflect on some of that time, but families and generations evolve for various reasons. So now we're starting all new things with Trevor and Megan getting married and, you know, my son and daughter and now their families and, you know, our some of the things that we do on a regular basis, like, you know, doing pasta for Easter. I mean, we've started all new things. So when these guys grow up right. and get a little bit older, and the same thing. Oh, I remember all, we used to run around in the backyard at, you know, Graham, Graham and Pops and, and you we know, chase, their chickens. chase the chickens and, and losing bowling pins that we just bought them to play with and, you know, and, and jumping into <laughs> Lily's little swimming pool. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's always going to be stuck in the back of my mind mm-hmm. when, you know, the day Grayson that, that Grayson yeah. jumped in the... No, I think you're right. And I think that it's... So it's, it's not a bad thing is what I'm trying no, to No, and I think with. that you're right. I don't think, like, it is sad. And I think it's okay to feel sad when you're at a funeral because I think that's natural. But it's also okay to be happy, too, because I'm happy Think I mean, I got to see a bunch of old pictures of my mom. Right. That, and me and my cousins and my aunt and my uncle. I saw one of my uncle and my aunt. They were dressed up for Halloween. And my uncle was dressed up as a woman. And my aunt was dressed up as a man. Oh, really funny. And if you knew my uncle, that was a shocker to me <laughs> that he would ever even think about doing that. But anyway, so it was it was nice to see my cousins. It was nice for you to see your cousins. It's nice to be able to see family and... Um, just reconnect, even if it's just for a few hours in right. one day. No, it is, but you have to look at it this way. You know, if you didn't have the prayer services and the funerals and the repasses, people would have to go through the anguish of losing a loved one mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is a it is a good thing to get together. You know, and it's sad that we don't get together more often. But the funeral and, and the Prayer service is a time for friends and family to support each other. So you can have that little laugh or you can have that little memory. And the last thing you'd want to do in a bad situation like this when you lose a loved one is to go sit in a corner somewhere by yourself and have to deal with all those thoughts. You know, bringing everybody together yesterday, if you looked at everybody's faces when they came in for the prayer services and then you looked at everybody's faces when we left the dinner yesterday, Mm -hmm. completely different. Mm -hmm. Completely different. And we got to get pictures of like the original cousins. We were missing, uh, I think, one. And so it was good to have all of us because, like I said, I haven't seen most of these people in years and years. And then we got to have the cousins with their kids, although Trev wasn't there with us. But, and then we had to have, then, then now we're at the point where the kids have kids. Right. Like there's grandkids there. So anyway, but yeah, I think you're right. Like it's, it's important. The other positive takeaway from a funeral is that you have that love and support of family and friends around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to move on from funerals to, I am super excited because today in about an hour, I have another call with the schoolgirls. It's not a phone call. It's a zoom call with the, the schoolgirls from Cameroon. And that's in Africa. It is. And if you don't mind, I might just peek around the corner while you had, because I didn't get to see yeah. it see it all. And, and sure. I was just looking through the list of, they had the 12th, mm-hmm. 10th, and 11th graders. Or? Yeah, there's, there are kind of our equivalent of 10th and 12th graders. And they're in the middle of taking their, their practicals, their exams for, I guess, probably graduation and moving on to whatever it is that they're going to do. And they're very stressed and they're very worried and so this call is going to be very much about you know study habits and things that we've done in the past to help us remember 
things to, you know, how, how to study, how to remember facts and things. Right. When I saw a few of the questions, some of the girls were like, what do you do if you start feeling sick right before you get mm-hmm. I mean, the, this is this is real to these to these young ladies. They are, it's not suffering, but they're going through an emotional period trying to get to this, you know, and then one of them was like, well, how do we help our friends? You know, and that's like, well, you know, for her to be wanting to, you know, wanting to mm-hmm. help other friends that are going through the same thing mm-hmm. is pretty cool. But Yeah. I'm really excited because it's also a really great group of women that I get to connect with and because we're all over the country and it's, I'm really looking forward to it. I love Amy Kelly. She is such a light and she has a smile that will absolutely energize an entire room and it wow. lights it up. She's just a very awesome person and um, we're going to have her on in the next few weeks. Our schedules have not jived in the past couple of weeks, but we're moving forward. We're going to hopefully in the next month or so, we'll, we'll be able to interview her and get her on here so you guys can meet her in person. I think that would be fabulous. Yeah. So let's chat a little bit about what is coming up. Okay. Okay. So, so we're definitely going to have Amy. I'm going to try to book an interview with her in the next month. That's my goal. I've got a couple other people that are kind of in the wings. I d- I've never met these people, but Tam- our friend Tammy Matheny yes. has said that we would be a good... Good fit for our program. It would be. Which was pretty cool. Um, so hopefully sometime in the next couple of months, we'll, I'll be able to get one or two more people there as well. And I think that's brings a little bit more to the table when you interview people instead of just you and I. I know you guys love us to death. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But it's nice to have someone else come in, and I think it adds it adds a lot to... To our project, to what it's we're a, trying to do, the more a, people we get involved. It's a different way to look at it. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to some of that. I am too. So I really, real quick, that's not up on the oh, board to talk about. I want to tell everybody, I'm in the middle of listening to Matthew McConaughey's book called Greenlight. And it's a real, he, he narrates it. So if you're a Matthew McConaughey fan, it is very interesting. Uh, I'm kind of at the point where he's, gra- I think he's going to get ready to go to college. It's not necessarily a memoir. It's not a self-help book. It's just a bunch of snippets so far of his life and the lessons that he's gotten from those. So if you if you like Matthew McConaughey, it's a really funny and it's a very enjoyable listen. I think the audio book would be because he is narrating the audio book mm-hmm. person would be mm-hmm. the way to go. Just from what you've told me, I can't wait to get uh, started on this. Yeah, one. it's it's definitely uh, makes you feel good, makes you laugh, keeps you engaged. So I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully you can kind of catch up to me, and maybe when we drive down to the valley, we can listen to some oh, more of it. Oh, that's a good it. idea. I'll, I'll try to get that done. Okay. I'll try to stop where I'm listening. <laughs> maybe I'll start listening. I have more books. I have so many. I told you the other day, I'm listening, like either listening or reading four books at one time right now. Yeah, my, my, my mind just can't comprehend that. It would just explode and, and burst into flames. I so. still So when we go camping for 4th of July, I'm definitely going to take Row Your Boat by P.J. Fleck and John Gordon because I really, really want to read that. It's, But I, I have not made the time. Right. It's not that I don't have the time. I haven't made the time to do that. So I'm going to definitely make the time while we're camping. Sounds good. Yeah. So do you have a... <laughs> I noticed it really quick. So we noticed when we were recording last week, I say, yes, a lot. <laughs> and because I say it at work, I guess it just comes out of my mouth. So I just sort of said it there and it made me giggle. And <laughs> Mike looked at me like, what? And I was like, yes. Anyway, my You do bad. that around the house a lot now, too. Do I really? Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to start calling you out on it. Yes. I just put up a finger like one, two, three, however many what times you, a day. What are you going to do when you get past Kick 10? Kick my shoes off. Okay. Give me your Fred Flintstones, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so let's chat about our challenge yes, for this week actually 
We're not because it's tied in to my good news story. So I'm going to give you that first. Absolutely. So there, I actually came across a couple of really good stories about, it kind of tied into graduation. The past couple of years for graduating seniors have been a little bit tough. Last year, COVID hit three quarters of the way through their senior year. This it year. It was full blown last year when, when during graduation season. Mm-hmm, it was. And there was a lot of graduations that just didn't happen. And then this year, the year started out with a lot of schools being virtual and seniors just missed out on a lot of the traditional things. I think that most of us had um, growing up anyway. So the, there was a C, there was a, I can't remember South Carolina. There's a principal who's saying, I will always love you, has an amazing voice. Um, But so that was one principal and his, his students, I think were absolutely amazed at what a good voice he had. You can hear him hooting and hollering in the background. So I'll try to find that story and I'll link that in our Facebook page. But the one that I would talk to you guys about is there's a Flagler County principal, which is Flagler, Flagler counties in Florida at um, I'm going to, Matanzas High School. Um, The principal's name is Jeff Reeves. He hand wrote a note, a personal, like he went through yearbooks, he went through um, correspondence, he went through like, you know, their personnel files and that kind of stuff. And he wrote a personal handwritten note to each and every single graduating senior. When they're like 459, Uh, I think was the number. Yeah, 459, you're right. Wow. And the thing made that made it so special is he came in to become the principal when these guys were freshmen. So he followed them through their whole mm-hmm. four years, and they're his first actual graduating class yep. that he started with. Exactly. Wow. So he was actually writing notes up until graduation morning because there was a couple of students who wound up graduating that they didn't think were going to graduate. Right. Now, he wrote these notes to each individual person. They were yep. personalized to each one of the 459 yep. and there's a video students. there's a video in our what i'll link into the facebook group so you make sure that you watch that video it really there it wasn't anything long it was just you know i really appreciate what you did for this you really made an impact here it made them feel really good and they were left in each of their seats so that they had them and it really kind of wrapped up their year right. very, very nicely. And it gave them something a little special in a year that was kind of off off kilter to what typically happens during yeah. you know graduation. So For that sure. was a really cool thing to yeah, do. Yeah, so check that out. I'll put a link um, in our Facebook group. So Sweet. check that out there. All right, so here's your positive quote for the week. You do not find a happy life. You make it. I couldn't and agree I, more. <laughs> I'm going to screw this name up. The quote is from Camilla Erring Kimball. I think you nailed it. Air King. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, so I agree with that too. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit the table. My bad. Um, I was very excited for that quote. <laughs> um, Usually that's me because I keep my hands moving yeah. over here. So, But I, I have to agree with, like, we're we're big believers in that. You can't just wait for life to happen to you. There's certain th- some things you have to go out and make happen. Right. Like what we're talking about doing in the next couple of years about buying the RV, hitting the road. Just at, at this point in life, that's, that's gonna what brings, that it's going to bring us joy. I mean, that's what we're working towards. So yep. I like it. So to go back to the challenge, your yeah. challenge for this week is to write a note to somebody. Take a piece of paper. Take a note card. 
go to Hallmark and buy a card for somebody, go to Walmart, buy somebody a card, go to Target, buy a card, whatever. Write a little note to somebody about whatever, something nice they did for you. You notice that they're doing a good job. Or did um, you just miss them because you haven't talked to them for a while and give them your phone number again, tell them to call you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or text you. Yeah. Um, so I'm not talking about a text. I'm talking about a handwritten, right, handwritten letter. Mm-hmm. I do note. this periodically for people that I work with and it makes a huge difference. Right. People just want that acknowledgement that somebody notices what they're doing. Yep. Absolutely. Right. I think it's a good thing. Thanks. I appreciate that. Good deal. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, make sure that you are hitting that subscribe button. Yep. We never want you to miss an episode. Absolutely. Give us a five-star rating. Yep. And make sure you are, um, we had one new member join our Facebook group. Congratulations to the new member. Yes. And uh, so make sure you're following us on Facebook. It's the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. So have a great week. Be kind. Be well. And And until next time, choose positivity, my friends.